Welcome to the Renewing the Center podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Here at Renewing the Center, we're answering God's call to work for the spiritual renewal of the church. For more information, visit renewingthecenter.org. We're glad to have you with us today. Now, let's make some space for God's renewing work. Today, we're going to look at a passage from the Daily Lectionary that comes from Luke 8. This is a famous parable of Jesus, the parable of the sower, and really speaking a lot to my heart right now. So I'm going to read, and then we'll pray, and then we're just going to jump in and see what we can see as we reflect together. When a great crowd gathered, and people from town after town came to him, he said in a parable, a sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell on the path and was trampled on, and the birds of the air ate it up. Some fell on the rock, and as it grew up, it withered for lack of moisture. Some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. Some fell into good soil, and when it grew, it produced a hundredfold. And as he said this, he called out, Let anyone with ears to hear listen. Skipping down to verse 11. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The ones on the path are those who have heard. And when the devil comes and takes away the word from their heart so that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe only for a while and in a time of testing fall away. As for what fell among the thorns, these are the ones who hear. But as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life and their fruit does not mature. But as for that in the good soil, these are the ones who, when they hear the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patient endurance. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, we ask that you would help us to see this story uh, with fresh perspective. God, help us to have ears to hear, like Jesus said, that we would not only think about Christians and non-Christians or certain types of Christians, Lord, but I pray that we would have the grace to think about our own lives in thoughtful and mature ways, God, that we would allow you to grow us and to speak truth to us now in Jesus' name. Amen. So one of the great gifts of the Bible is that it's multifaceted. And I think that we're invited with a text like this to see it in two different ways. Uh, if we read in the macro, this is describing different kinds of people. And it's not hard to think about that. You, you might find yourself identifying with one of these types of soil. But I think that in addition to thinking of this text in the macro, we should probably be willing to look at it in the micro that maybe I possess and you possess each one of these types of soil in my own heart, in my own life, and that we might ask the Lord to help us cultivate our heart to unite it, frankly, so that we have more good soil in our hearts and lives. So that's we're going to think kind of on, on two levels, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bend this text in a more look-at-your-life sort of way. That, that's one of our hearts here, heartbeats here at Renewing the Center, is to look, look at your, your heart, your soul, and ask the Lord where He's inviting you to grow. But before we get into the, the types of soil that might be present inside you, I just want to say this. The sower is God, and he sows liberally. That's the main thing we're meant to take from this passage concerning God, is that he throws seed. He, he throws the potential for fruit-bearing life wherever he goes. It's his nature to throw life at your doorstep to create the potential for life all around you. And so seed in this story is seen as the life of God, the fruit-bearing potential of God's work. And as we see clearly in this story, God's not stingy. 
He's not choosy about where the seed goes. Some goes into great places and some goes into really hard places and everything in between. And so the seeds of God land all over the place. And this has been so instructive for me because I've um, been working in my own life to cultivate an imagination, to believe that God's seeds of potential fruit bearing are being thrown all over the place and that I want to be the kind of person that catches more of what the Lord has. So let's consider these different places with an eye toward looking at your life. Um, number one, pathways are hard and busy. And so the, the, the ground, if you will, where the seed falls and nothing good happens, nothing uh, fruitful occurs, is the pathway. And pathways are hard. They're packed down. They're busy. They're traveled upon and therefore not receptive to God's life seed. See, a pathway is a non-place. It's hard because it's busy. It's traveled. It's not a place for growing things. It's a distracted place. And many of us probably, I know I can, can identify areas in my life that are more analogous of a, of a pathway. Places where I'm hardened, I'm cynical, I'm busy, I'm, I'm distracted. Um, and these are places where we don't receive the life of God. And it's in instructive to me that God is still throwing his life potential into those places in my heart and to the people that I know who are distracted, busy, and hard-hearted, and yet nothing good comes of it. And I can think in my own soul, uh, my own relational kind of landscape about places in me that are hard and distracted. I can also think about people I know who are hard and busy and distracted because the pathway is easily plundered. See, the birds, we're told in this story, eat the seed before it's had its way or an opportunity to get into the ground before the seed does what it's supposed to do, which means it has to be buried and hidden to do that. Let's think about the second soil. So in addition to the pathway, that hard, distracted, and busy place, some soil lands on rocky spaces. And this soil is shallow and it's hard. And God's life is not able to penetrate and take root. And so when I think about this place, in my own life, as opposed to the pathway. The pathway are just places where I'm full on distracted. The rocky soil is a mixed space. There's some softness, but then there's also cynicism and hardness. There are rocks under the current, under the surface. And those hidden rocks don't allow for deep growth. This is uh, how we remain superficial, shallow. We're not able to go beneath. We can put the plants in the ground, but if we don't tend to the rocks, we have long-term issues when it comes to depth. And I think the truth of this lands in our hearts if we'll let it. Are we aware of what's under the surface in our lives? Are we aware of the hard places in us where we're a mixed bag, but there's enough hardness, enough cynicism to keep us from really growing and receiving, being curious and receptive to God's word, his work? One of our primary goals here with this podcast is to create space for God's softening, renewing work to take place under the surface of your life. Um, I think there's a redemptive side to hiddenness. You know, we're told uh, lots and lots now in our world about the dangers of hiddenness, you know, secret sin, a secret life. Um, but we don't spend enough time, I think, cultivating an awareness of what hiddenness and secrecy could look like in a positive way in our life with God. And when I think about rocky soil, I think there's an invitation for us to actually tend to the invisible, to go beneath the surface and root out those rocks, to dig them out. 
Um, this is what I think it means when John the baptizer would say, prepare the way of the Lord. He was saying, you have a, a volitional responsibility as a, as a Christian, a spiritual person to actually tend to your driveway so that God can make his way to you. So there are rocky places, places that are not uh, deep because of hardness, cynicism. And then there are thorny places. And this third type of ground is different from the rocky ground, different again from the pathway. Thorny places might have soft soil, but they have crowded soil. Uh, good things are growing next to not so good things, and there's competition for the soil. There's competition for space. There's a lot going on in thorny places, and not all of it is good. There's just too much. Not tons of rocks. Maybe not even a lot of hardness. But there are prickly things at play. And if I'm not careful, the thorny soil, that's me. If I don't tend to my life and pull the weeds in the garden, if I don't tend to create spaces for quiet reflection, which is one of the reasons why we do this podcast, is that we want to actually equip you to make space in your life, to remove some of the competition, some of the crowdedness. Noise, hurry, and crowds. Noise, hurry, and crowds. I think these things are, uh, are, are life-choking forces in us. And here's the irony. You can experience noise, hurry, and crowds in the middle of a pandemic. If your phone is always buzzing at you, if you are always numbing yourself out through social media, through television consumption, you're inviting the crowd into your own home, into your own solitary space. And so I want us to not be naive here. We can succumb to the thorny places even when we're experiencing a lot of loneliness and isolation. And so I just want to ask you, is there a lot going on inside you? Some buzz, some good stuff and some bad stuff all kind of crowded in together. I know that if I don't tend to my own soul, that is exactly the kind of person that I have become. It's interesting when Jesus describes when he thinks about the thorny soil. He says they're choked by cares, riches, and pleasure, and their fruit does not mature, which I think is such an interesting choice of words for Jesus. Cares, riches, pleasures, that these things prevent the things of God, the fruit-bearing potential of God in you from coming to maturity. And then finally, the fourth soil is good, clear, soft, receptive soil. Soil that's been tended, been cultivated. It's been cleared. It's been prepared. This is the life that God enters into. This is the life where fruit is born. And y'all, I just want to say to you that while I think we have all four types of soil in us, I know I do. I've got pathways I got rocky places. I got thorny places. I also have some really receptive places. The invitation before God in front of all of us is to bring our lives into increasing agreement and integrity, to reject compartmentalization, to say no to the hard places, to say no to the distracted places, to repent of the crowded places, the cynical places, the places where rocks and hardness live under the surface of our life and say, God, dig me up. Tend me, cultivate me. And y'all, this is why I think having a daily rhythm of devotion, a rule of life. And my rule of life is not a legalistic rule of life. It's a rule, a rhythm, a pattern that consists of devotion, relationships, exercise, learning and curiosity. Devotion, relationships, exercise, learning and curiosity. And I add to all of that rest and space. 
creating space for reflection. That's what the Lord wants for each and every one of us. Because when we live our lives in that kind of cultivated way, more and more soil becomes soft soil, receptive soil. And so I just want to ask you, is there room for God to grow new things in you? Where might he be wanting to clear the garden a little bit? Where might he be asking you to work with him to do that? I believe that if we'll say yes to the Lord in those ways, God's going to do some really good stuff in us and through us. Father, I pray for my friends this day, and I ask you, Lord, to show each and every one of us, Lord, where you are wanting us to become more aware of the soil of our life. And I pray, God, that we would tend to the soil of our lives, that we would know that you want us to become increasingly integrated, unified, that our life would agree with itself. And so, God, we reject compartmentalization, and we ask, God, that you would help us to become the kinds of people who increasingly bear fruit. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would like to continue meditating on what you heard today, take some time to recall an idea or an image that encouraged or challenged you in this episode. When things stand out to us in God's Word, or in our lives, or in what we're reading, or in devotional talks, it often means that God is offering us His help and His guidance. When you have your idea or image in mind, carry it with you as a prayer, coming back to it in the spaces throughout your day. How does it speak to you and where you are right now? What does it say about God and what He wants for you? Speak to Him about these things. Listen for His still, small voice and respond to Him as simply and as honestly as you can. Thanks for listening. We look forward to having you back here again with us next time at Renewing the Center. 